Hello everyone, welcome back to episode 5 of Cultural Chords. For today, one of my fellow co-founders, Savannah, Hello. and I, Dennis, will be discussing something that people usually don't think of often. We know music has lots of benefits to us as people, but can music have negative effects on the body and the mind, potentially affecting a part of society as a whole, and how else could music make us feel? Listen to us talk about how there are maybe some downsides, and the upsides, of course, to music on the mind. Cue the intro music. And before we start talking about this topic, we just want to say a small disclaimer that we aren't, we don't mean bad as in bad music composition. We aren't trying to you know, call out or directly attack some sort of bad composition. And, and we mean bad as in negative messages and how they can com- convey bad feelings and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yep. Okay, so to start things off, some genres of music that can easily convey bad messages. Yeah, so with this one, pop I think pop music is, you know, the most obvious one, I guess you could say. I think so too. Just cuz like um, you know, there's words that are spoken or sung and you can just honestly people can just write whatever they want and put it out there. I I suppose and... it seems like that nowadays. <laughs> I like like yeah. m- music like rap, you know, it has a lot of words yeah, packed definitely. into that and yep. you know words or messages here and there could give off bad messages to people obviously it's subjective yeah. but a lot of the times it, it it i it's able to do so because of all those words yeah so like going to what you said about rap music um a lot of music can be misinterpreted. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes rap music is associated with crime and stuff like that. And I think like bad messages could, you know, further be um, conveyed when things are, you know, they aren't interpreted correctly or a bad message could like be created by the person who's listening to the music. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. Um, and we we know some famous, you know, rap music artists and stuff like that. And I think the those artists, these really big popular artists, with many fan bases, are able to easily influence many people with how they think and their opinions on topics through their music right yeah absolutely especially with like social media like you know in this day and age everyone has social media you know like Mm -hmm. anything can be accessed through social media and with popular artists they already have you know a lot of fans a lot of followers so their opinions will obviously you know get spread to their followers and then um you know it's easier for them to influence 
them through their music. And I was thinking, since this topic is about how music affects the mind, and since we're talking about like behavior here and how people can be easily influenced, I th- I believe there's mm-hmm. like a chain reaction, you know, where one person, an individual, listens to say this really influential piece of music. Oh yeah. And the the individual, and then think about it: if a whole bunch of individuals listen to it, it becomes like a community because people start talking about it. And yeah. And then if it eventually, if it becomes a hit, it'll be it'll affect it pretty much has all of society on ha, yeah. like people in society that have listened to the music and and what i want to go on with about that is how there the negative messages there there could be negative messages in there so, okay mm-hmm. so i not talking about music in general there could or music but potentially in advertisement and mm-hmm. other stuff, other ways to promote a business or something like that. So, for example, like music, which promotes a food company, could get a lot of people to start eating from that food. Say it's like a really mm-hmm. unhealthy place. And then it could affect society by you know increasing the obesity rate stuff like that that might be a little bit of a stretch but that's kind of the idea i want to share yeah 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 and like you know with the spread of music um like our music reaches all over the world honestly like Mm -hmm. classical music is everywhere um pop music is everywhere like k-pop and other like um you know asian pop culture has come over here and our music has you know been going over there so it's even like it's not only affecting the people where the music was created but also like where it spreads so like the people who are famous and have a big fan base it's so easy for them to influence other people yeah and Obviously, there's a lot of good sides to this. Oh, there's, yeah. There's a lot of good yeah. people trying to deliver messages, and they choose to do so through music, which is mm-hmm. a great thing because music, I've said this before, but music is a language, or music is an art that transcends language. And obviously, yeah. it's such a great way to convey something and it, it it's honestly like it sticks in your head if you were just to say something yeah people might not remember it, but if you were to sing something it's gonna stay in their head a bit more because it might be catchy and stuff yeah, like that yeah. and then the message stays in their head longer yeah so let's talk about the kinds of bad messages there are a lot i feel like people don't realize how many um you know, messages can be conveyed through music. Um, Like, for example, uh, we have a lot of social standards today. Yeah. And, like, at this time, and I feel like there are a lot of pieces of music that kind of encourage that behavior. And, of course, there's music that, you know, speaks against 
you know, the social standards or like body shaming and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But there are definitely um, compositions out there that encourage that behavior. And it's just kind of disheartening sometimes. Yeah. And to build off of that, it can, some songs can reach the point to where they can be offensive, maybe to a certain mm-hmm. demographic of people, such as maybe racists, lyrics, lyrics with a hint of racism, um, mm-hmm. offensive, like descriptions of, or of offensive words that may yeah. impact people in a bad way. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm I'm not completely sure why people do that. <laughs> I mean, do you, have, do you have an idea? I have no idea. I think they're just trying to be different, and it's I don't think it's really working for them. But, but. these, <laughs> yeah, these messages can definitely inf- impact a lot of people, and make them sad angry yeah you know yeah like uh right now there's so many things going on about racism Mm -hmm. and um you know sometimes we can turn a blind eye to music just because it's music and it's popular so that's why i think it's important to realize that like even like songs with like bad words in it can be offensive and like, like the whole racist thing, there are definitely a lot of songs that have racial slurs, you know, like calling a certain race names or something like that. Yeah, just, and, and I just thought of something. Yeah. So, it, not bad music, but music with offensive or influential langu- messages could also mm-hmm. affect say like the younger population you know how if there's yeah. say profanity if if children are exposed to this kind of music a lot it influences their mind thinking that oh this yeah. you know this way of speaking is all right i can curse all i want yeah. and yeah. you know ra- racist messages can also stick in their head just because they've been exposed to it music's catchy you know they think mm-hmm. it's cool and all that but of course that is not really ideal for little yeah. children to be learning just to and it's it's it, it sucks because social media like really spreads all of these especially like unfortunately especially the offensive and like profane songs like um for example tiktok you know mm-hmm. everyone everyone knows what that is um, yeah. basically their entire platform is, you know, built on like small clips of songs and some of those are actually really offensive, but people just, people just don't care because it's a trend and like TikTok isn't, it, it isn't limited to the older population either. It's like a lot of kids have it and yeah. it's mainly kids who are watching those videos. So it yeah it's just it, it just develops a habit i think cuz you know tiktok it it's it's literally music like you hear music over yeah. a video and 
you know these music these little clips of music can be heard over and over if they're used a lot which potentially affects children yeah and it could like further normalize racism or any other offensive things Mm -hmm. so so take we're gonna take a 180 and talk about how or what situations could music misrepresent Mm -hmm. and and i was thinking about one potentially one-sided stories in history and don't don't i i'm just saying that i don't know if there's a song like this there probably is but where music is written to where it makes it seem like so for example in history it makes it seem like one country is better so like propagandic music and yeah. and how that affects the mind obviously it makes to people who are not exposed to the rest of the world you know yeah. a good example of this is north korea they have propagandic mm-hmm. music and the people are heavily isolated and this type of music can make them think with with the messages included that other countries around the world are enemies and they're bad people and yeah that's obviously one-sided and that yeah it's definitely um it's definitely brainwashing yeah mhm um but like also like if you know countries were to go to war there are a lot of uh, songs about war and, um, you know, obviously the winner isn't going to tell the story in a way that they weren't, you know, victorious. Mm-hmm. And the loser's not going to make it seem as bad as it was. So I feel like that's that's one way music can misrepresent situations. Yeah. And on this topic, I also got reminded, there's, say... A country is going to war and or or like right before they go to war and mm-hmm. I'm thinking like long time ago when there were like battle like drums and like music and I, I think that's yeah. that's potentially a good thing on the mind because it, yeah. it it like motivates people you know it's like really yeah it's driving and it's like okay we have to do this music there's like a it there's like a like if there were drums there's like a beat and like it really gets you pumped and you know that is if you look at it just from that way it's a it's a good thing because it encourages people to yeah you know, absolutely put in their 100 percent yeah um also like with these you know stories and all that other stuff some music can you know trigger um, you know, traumatic experiences that people have gone through or encourage people to behave or feel a certain way. Um, like if someone associated a certain song with a situation that they've experienced, you know, every time they hear that song or come across it, they could, you know... It's traumatic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, maybe some... So, like... A specific detail I was thinking of is like maybe someone had a certain music or some a music playing in the radio in the car and then they get in a car accident. And yeah, then yeah. Later 
you know, they survive and then they later hear the music and they could have PTSD or something, some mm-hmm. other tra- traumatizing effect. Yeah. And I, th- I think it's because, like I said before, music can really get stuck in the head. And whenever, as soon as you hear that the same music, it can trigger this, like, you know, memory that we didn't think that would be triggered and that's what i'm thinking yeah like um but it could also be a good thing like if you like our national anthem you know when we hear we're like yay america or not i mean i don't know but um (laughs) you also (laughs) um like also like if there's a certain song you associate like my parents you know they have certain songs certain songs associated with their parents and like when they hear that they, you know they remember them and they remember the good times they've had oh that's so, an interesting perspective yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah. so yeah, sometimes cool. it can be nostalgic i and i think a bit of music therapy can tie into that and i believe shane and william covered it in the last podcast mm-hmm. you can go listen to that one if you would like to yep so next we want to talk more about the straightforwardness of the music the Mm -hmm. logistical aspect so do people typically listen to music for the composition like the way it's written or the way it sounds like on a technical manner or more of the meaning of the song or piece? Yeah, so what I think about this one is, um, I've actually been thinking about it a lot. Like whenever I listen to pop or, you know, like R&B or whatever, mm-hmm. um, a specific example I have is um, You Need to Calm Down by Taylor Swift. The <sighs> I <laughs> When it first came out, I really liked it just because you know, it's catchy. Um, you know, it, it's just a really well put together song. Yeah. Wow. I don't think my grammar was right. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's just a really good song. But I looked into the meaning of her lyrics, and basically, she's um, calling, you know, people who are Christian, I think, like loud and um, intrusive in a way. Okay. But I think that's also, like, for a, as a Christian, mm-hmm. I think that's a misrepresentation. Like, kind of like a generalization. Like, of course, there are going to be extreme people out there. But, you know, not everyone's like that. So, I think, you know, going back to how music can misrepresent situations, I think it can also misrepresent people in a way. So, that's, that's an example yeah that that's yeah that's interesting so the way it's written so maybe like if if we were to dive a bit more technical there can be like Mm -hmm. um structures oh i know poems poems usually um music and poems and, and the structure or the way it's written can 
create this feeling that like normal music or quote unquote normal music can't、mm-hmm. you know because、yeah, it has different structures there's all sorts of types of poems I'm not a poem expert but <laughs> I you know in a way poems are kind of like relaxing to me yeah I definitely、so. I think haikus are my favorite haiku <laughs> <laughs> but um with the way like with the way a song sounds I think that also has a lot to do with um classical music Mm-hmm. Like、uh, I listen to a lot of piano, classical music, and stuff like that, and just when you think about it, there has to be so much thought and effort put into writing all these pieces, and、yeah. like especially when you try playing it, you're like, wow, all these parts fit together so well, but、uh, like you almost you never know completely what. They were trying to like what message they were trying to convey when they were writing it and when they wanted people to perform it because you know it doesn't have words and you and, only know the story if you talk to them. And I think it's because classical music can is for the most part kind of subjective. You、mm-hmm. you、yeah. as the listener or performer can interpret the music the way you want to. Obviously, there's like yeah, a structure,、yeah. but、um, more of the musical line and phrases. That's you. You get to decide. You get to interpret how it sounds to you. And yeah, yeah. connecting back to you know, not traumatic experiences, but like memorable experiences. Maybe、mm-hmm. a certain type of music can trigger,、um, like like what you said about your parents. And. The me- like the message with no words can really、yeah. can really make you think of things that you never would have thought of. I've had plenty of those moments whenever、oh, I was yeah, playing in, in my bands or just on my own, and I just play something or listen to something. And if I listen to like a recording of something and they explain afterwards, I would sometimes、mm-hmm. I would be like, "No,、oh, that's not how I thought of it or interpret it." Yeah, yeah. Because we all have our own previous experiences and how what we associate with what parts of the music or what it sounds yeah. like. Yeah, I think that's so great. Like that's one of the greatest things about classical music because, like with pop music or you know, songs that have words in them, there you can only interpret it yourself so many ways.、Mm-hmm. But like with classical music, it's almost infinite. It it it、so. sets a scene, and you get yeah, to write、absolutely. the story. Yeah, yeah. So let let's talk about how music can emphasize on how someone feels. And what I mean by this is, say you you've had a bad day. You know, you failed a test, whatever. You're not <laughs> feeling good, and you listen to. Sad music. Yeah. Right.、Uh, Savannah,、yeah. why don't you elaborate more on this? So、uh, I don't know why I do this, but I mean I think a lot of people do this. But like when I'm feeling down, I don't listen. I don't typically listen to cheerful music.、Mm-hmm. Like I tend to listen to sad music to make myself even more sad. I there's no logic. Why do you think that? that? <laughs> I, I, I mean, j- no just、idea. like I wonder why people do that. I think. I mean, thinking about it now, maybe it's something to relate to. 
Like Ooh, maybe. Like, hey, I'm feeling down. Let's let's, you know, relate to this song or this piece and just kind of dwell in the feels a little bit. And then actually sometimes it makes me feel better like after. Yeah. I think it like gives you an opportunity to just kind of like collect yourself and you know calm down a little bit and just think about like what situation you're in and what you need to do about it and then you know the next day you wake up and you feel all better or i mean sometimes (laughs) i I actually (laughs) saw something or an article or something about how Mm -hmm. if you listen to sad music when you're sad it produces chemicals in your brain when you listen to happy music when you're happy so like really yeah like sad listening to sad music when you're i guess not let's not say sad music just like i don't know gloomy (laughs) but um when you're sad and you listen to that i'm not sure exactly why but it's supposed to make you happier towards the end Mm -hmm. like like if you compare to if you listen to like a cheerful upbeat song when you're sad yeah because i feel like like when you're sad you don't want to hear a cheerful song because then you're like this isn't like i'm not happy right now so i think that's kind of like i think it's because you're kind of pushing aside your emotions yeah but whenever you play a sad song you're really you know like diving deep into you know why you're sad you know yeah. how you feel at that moment and then that's usually what people that's usually how people get out of being sad on yeah usually i think like it's you have like to acknowledge have, it and yeah it. yeah it's like having a conversation with someone and you're like telling them about all the bad things going on in your life and then they're like oh well my life is going great. Like all these good things are happening to me. And you know, like your life isn't as bad as you're saying right now. And you know, sometimes it's just not what you want to hear. So that is such a really good analogy. So you're saying music is kind of <laughs> like another person, like sad music yeah. is more of like, yeah. um, it, it, it listens to, or like it, you know, <laughs> you're listening to it. <laughs> well, yeah, you're listening, listening to it. But <laughs> yeah, if you yeah. were comparing it at, the sad music to a person it, it's it's listening yeah. it's understanding for you and it's really yeah. letting letting you dwell like, in your sometimes thoughts. people just want someone to listen to them and what they have to say and i think music can do that sometimes. yeah that could be music so, honestly yeah and that brings up can the kind of music you listen to change the way or change the way you feel or what mood you're in. And I think we already kind of covered mm-hmm, this. Touched on it a little mm-hmm. bit. With how, uh, I suppose, the sad music, when you're listening to, listening to sad music when you're sad. Yeah. Helps you. Can make you feel better in the make end. Make you feel better. But. Yeah. You, but hmm. also, like. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. If you, uh, sorry, if you listen to it. Like, if you're angry or something and you listen to really, like, you know, heavy music, mm-hmm. it could make, like, it could emphasize your anger. Or, like, I think I, you know, I don't 
just like on the surface, I think when you're angry, you'll get, you know, even more angrier or maybe you'll feel better. But happiness is the only one that I don't think like if you listen, if you're happy and you listen to happy music, you'll get even more happy. Yeah. Right. But like if you're happy and you listen to sad music, you're just kind of like, oh, this is this yeah, is not fitting, you know? Yeah. So do you have any personal experience with like songs and the messages that they convey? Um, if I'm being completely honest with bad messages, I'm going to personally say no. Be- okay. First of all, it's because I don't really listen to a lot of, <laughs> or <laughs> I quote unquote controversial music. Mm-hmm. Where we talked about how they could have offensive, yeah, meaning in them. I I personally don't just decide to listen to that kind of music just because personal mm-hmm. preference. Yeah, um, yeah. To me, it's more like classical, I suppose, and mm-hmm. I don't think it can really go bad with classical. Obviously, yeah, in classical music, there are times where it's intentionally structured. Yeah, to where like yeah. it, it creates a tense or like a bad mood, but that's not necessarily mm-hmm. trying to c- convey a bad message. It's just telling. Yeah. It's just again setting the scene for a bad, bad story that you come up with. But what about mm-hmm. you, Savannah? Um, I well, I used to like I had that phase where I listened to rap music a lot, mm-hmm. and you know, like in rap music, there tends to be a lot of like offensive or you know bad words and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and i i would listen to it just because like you know everyone else listened to it so i kind of wanted to see what it was about but i stopped because it just wasn't for me like you know it wasn't my kind of music so um may i ask why it wasn't your kind could it could it have been Um, because of what was in the music or just how it like made you feel or like the way it was yeah so i think comp like going back to the whole composition uh versus um meaning question that we answered earlier i think meaning is very important like um the example i was talking about earlier like taylor swift song i used to really like it but now whenever it comes up on the radio or something i'm like i don't really want to listen to this because of the meaning like if um if the meaning of a song is really personal and you know I don't agree with it for whatever reason I don't really want to have anything to do with it and like rap music there's just I mean I just think it's like there's just a lot of bad words and I don't really like doesn't make you feel yeah (laughs) Yeah, it just doesn't really, like, yeah, fit with my personality, you know? Um, and I, I want to say something. So the music about Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. um, could that have been because as we... So, like, as we grow, I th- our perspective on life and interpretation, yes. you know, can shift and change. Yeah, I completely agree. And I was wondering if that had 
to do anything with the Taylor Swift music to you or yeah no you're spot on um over so like her album came out like uh, before quarantine and everything so I didn't really look into the meaning and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but um over quarantine I did a lot of stuff with church and like bible study and stuff and grew in my faith personally yeah so you know the topic got more personal and i just didn't agree with it so it's because you know as we as we grow we get to experience more yeah our our own opinions and stuff like that and they they, yeah the your opinions and stuff could start to shift and change Mm -hmm. and potentially changing entirely changing like genres or types of music you listen to yeah yeah like with uh rap music there wasn't a lot of room for interpretation um like compared to classical music and it was just it was just not my thing so yeah that's totally fine yeah yep so we're coming towards the end and we just want to recap about the topics we've covered today mm-hmm. and we've talked about how or the many ways that music can make you feel and there's lots of ups and downs and this music could potentially influence you know how since it influences how you feel it can influence your behavior mm-hmm. and we also covered about how this type or many types of music are spread, you know, through pop artists that are extremely popular that have a, you know, like, what is that phrase? Invisible hands or like, they're just like they control. Yeah. Um, they, they, they have the capability to influence a lot of people. And obviously social media advertisements and performance of pieces there are other ways to spread good and potentially mm-hmm. questionable music. Yeah. And we also and talked about, or you can say this one. Oh, we also talked about the kinds of messages that music can spread. You know, the good, the bad, the neutral, you know, um, the messages that you may not agree with or agree with. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Like bad ones ranging from the racist lyrics yeah to good messages and 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 i think to me a good message is if music is able to leave you open-minded so like what i mean by that is like it it sets something up for you and you're able to put your own interpretation to it that's why i I enjoy classical music Mm. Mm -hmm. and i'll i would consider that a good effect to the mind yeah so um if you haven't listened to the other podcasts i invite you to uh we touch on um music and mental health and um the vietnamese culture and then we also have our intro podcasts if you um want to listen to that too yeah so this has been the fifth podcast talking about music on the mind with your co-founder savannah and me dennis so thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you in the next podcast bye bye